This is an SJC Radio production. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Hello and welcome to episode four, season two of Pit Stop. We are going to start with feedback from listeners. Mr. Bird, I believe you have some feedback from listeners. I do. I do. As you probably know, I'm not terribly good at social media and stuff, so... Twitter is slightly lost on me, but I did speak to a couple of our listeners during the week. Uh, I spoke to Max and Maya after, not during, after uh, one of my history lessons uh, this week. Um, I didn't know, I knew Max was a regular listener. I didn't know Maya was a listener at all. Uh, and she told me that uh, she has um, Alexa, she programs Alexa so uh, at six o'clock on a Friday evening, uh, I think Alexa sort of tells her that it's about the show is about to start. And uh, yeah, she seems to be quite a big fan. Um, uh, Max, feedback from Max. Um, he thoroughly agreed with my point about uh, children designing racing helmets and uh, and uh, liveries for racing cars. He thought that was uh, daft. So uh, thank you for that, Max. I- I've had an idea, actually. Uh, uh, so my camera's was a shock to, to Maya, I expect. I think we ought to have a segment, um, maybe a regular segment, where we get our listeners in uh, and ask them their opinions about sort of motor, motorsport things. Yeah, um, sounds good. I, I also feel uh, that we, we, we need some female voices. So um, Maya, you know, if you want to come on and, 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 and chat about motorsport, um, we, we would love to have you on board. That might come as a shock to her, by the way. So um, no pressure, Maya, but uh, if you, if you want to make a guest appearance or even a regular appearance, uh, you're more than welcome. Uh, and, and Max as well. I, I know Max will be up for it. He will, won't he? He would love it. Yeah, He'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's try maybe next week or the week after to try and get some of these, these listeners uh, uh, on the show and uh, you know get them contributing. I think that'd be a Great. really good idea. Yeah. That would be good. So, uh, moving on to the news. Uh, so, I believe you have something on the Red Bull DTM cars, and they should be on Twitter whilst we talk about them. Now, just to let you know, the Twitter think, is think, oh, at SJC Radio Now, and then also you can use the hashtag SJC Pit Stop to get us uh, get our attention. Yeah, sorry, Joe, I, th- I think that's an old piece of news, actually, because I think we did that a couple of weeks ago. Um, uh, I think we were supposed to, but we never got around to it. Oh, well, never mind. Well, well, 
I haven't got the pictures ready, but that that doesn't matter. But um, yeah, so so Red Bull have entered a team in the DTM series. Uh, the DTM this this year has changed to GT3 cars, which is basically sports cars, isn't it? It's kind of your supercars. Um, so they've got a two car team and one of the cars is in the Red Bull livery and the other one is in the oh uh, Alpha Tauri uh, livery yeah and also uh, one of the drivers is going to be um, Albon is going to to drive in some of the races so um, yeah that, that, that's quite interesting it is yes so yeah, apologies for lack of pictures, but they they they, they were queued up for two weeks ago, um, but but they're not ready now. So never mind. People can always go on the internet themselves and have a look. But um, they're running Ferraris actually, um, Ferrari 488, and uh, yeah, the car schemes are pretty good. Right. Now before we get into our main piece of news, uh, I just want a quick one that has been announced I think a few days ago how Nikita Mazepin, when he does get to F1, he'll be racing under a neutral flag. This is related to the uh, anti-doping ban from uh, Russia for their athletes, meaning that if he gets a podium, unlike every other driver who will have their flag behind them uh, when they get a, a podium or something like that, uh, instead there'll be a neutral flag representing him rather than the Russian one. Um, I, I, don't, I don't understand that, Joe. Can, can you explain that? Is this a protest against the ban or, or what? I no, think. no. The FIA is making him uh, have a neutral flag behind him. He would prefer the Russian one. It's a bit similar to the upcoming Olympic Games or is, the FIFA World Cup, both in 2022. Is that uh, because how Russia that, are being forced to compete under a neutral flag? This is, is related that, to the 2014 doping scan. Right. So, yeah. So is it that Russia don't support the anti-doping? I think that's partly related to it. Yes. Right. Yeah. I've, I've okay. got up here. It's um, it's a, after ruling against the Russian anti-doping agency, um, which was extended to championships run by the FIA. So now I'll be running as a neutral driver or a neutral athlete rather than a Russian driver or a Russian athlete. I've got a very good question to ask. Uh, is there going to be a Russian Grand Prix there for? I imagine not. If that's the case. It's on the calendar. Yeah, okay. I believe it so is. You can't have the Russian flag on display, but you can have a Russian Grand Prix. And one of, the, one of the corners is a Russian flag, isn't it? Yeah, that, yeah I mean, so perhaps it will be that they rename it something. Uh, uh, yeah. so instead of the Russian yeah. Grand Prix, it could be the Sochi Grand Prix or whatever. Yes. That, something that along those lines. That would sound sensible to me, Ed. Yeah, yeah very good. Is there any other news? There was some big news, um, wasn't there? Yeah, there was just quite a bit, actually. Um, John, do you want to talk about Hamilton? So Hamilton has finally signed on uh, to a deal with Mercedes. I'm not sure how long it will last. I'm having a look in. It's one year, isn't it? Sure yes, yeah, it's, it's a one-year one contract. And how much is he going to be paid? It's, it's not the £100 million he was hoping for, was it? I'm not sure how much it is. It's £40 million. It's 40 yeah. million. Cool, that's quite a lot less, isn't it, than he was well, hoping for? It's quite a lot less, but in all fairness, who needs to be paid 40 million? I mean, surely a million w for most people would be more than enough. I think that's it's around so, the, the mark that he's been paid before. That sort yeah. of region. 
Yeah. He's actually getting paid less. Thirty-six yeah. million dollars less. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, but I mean, don't forget, he doesn't pay any tax. He lives in Monaco, so um, mm. you know, he's hardly going to be, um, you know, struggling for money, is he? Uh, so it's a one-year deal. Um, does that mean? I think that means maybe the end of the year he's going to retire. Uh, because let's face it, he's going to win the championship. That'll give him, is it eight, eight champions? That will make him eight, yes. That will surpass Schumacher, yeah. And I think that'll be a good time to retire before maybe yeah. after that year, when yeah. uh, more rulings come in place to make the cars more even. Uh, it might sort of st- uh, put a stain on his legacy. If yeah, he win yeah. The last and it, one. Gives, it gives Mercedes options going into the reg changes. Because yeah. if Hamilton decides that he doesn't want to um compete in formula one anymore then you know his contract's over and yeah going into the reg changes that'll be quite useful i mean red bull have done it with uh sergio perez he's on a one-year deal and it's just really to keep their options open yes going and into that, that, that reg change to see how people perform so that after them um that they can be as strong as possible yeah yeah that all makes perfect sense to me okay what do we got next uh, well, I'd quite like to talk about um, a vote that's going to be happening yeah. tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow, so we're recording on a Wednesday. Um, yeah. So by the time this goes out, we'll know um, the result of this vote, and it's a vote uh, for qualifying on the Saturday. Oh, I heard about uh, this. To be oh. replaced by I think three sprint races. I beg um, your pardon. Yeah, hold on. Did you say three sprint races? I mean, that's what I saw. I'm not sure if it is three, but... Can't I mean, be. It's got to be, it's gotta be just one sprint race, surely. Yeah, I imagine it would be one, but um, I'll have a look now. Have a look. I mean, what I imagine it'll be is they'll have practice as normal, and then the practice times will determine the grid for the qualifying race. That That's normally the way it works. And obviously the race result will determine the grid for Sunday's race. Yeah, here we go. F1's proposal for Saturday shake-up. Oh, it's for three 2021 events. We'd see qualifying move to Friday, uh, which would set the grid for Saturday's sprint race. Mm. Uh, that race would then determine the starting order with the usual Sunday Grand Prix. Um, so I imagine that? that means there's only one practice session. That that might that might be the case. Um, the, the problem I have with this. Again, it's it's the old less is more. The more races you have, yeah. To me, it's sort of. I think for me, if you have a race qualifying race on a Saturday, it detracts from the race on Sunday. Um, I always think if you have more than one race, I mean, take 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 uh, motorcycling. Uh, you have MotoGP where there's just a race on the Sunday. You have well superbikes. They have three races over the weekend and i mean it's great they're three races but the importance of each race i think diminishes uh because because there's more than one of them so i think those weekends where you've got a qualifying race and the main race um to me it diminishes the importance well also another phrase comes to mind if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah. I don't know. I think I think it works perfectly well I now. Like that, Perhaps not not quite as much uh, practice as there is now. Maybe cut out all Friday and just have one or two yes. small uh, practice I, sessions. I think, but I, I think like the idea of the anticipation leading up to one big yeah. race. I, I agree with you. And actually, funny enough, I, I almost prefer watching qualifying uh, to the actual races themselves. Same. It means more, doesn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. And I don't know because they have a similar sort of thing in Formula Two where on the Friday I have practice and qualifying, sprint race on the Saturday, a uh, big feature race on the Sunday. I don't know because in that the feature race has a um, reverse grid. So I don't know if there'll be a similar sort of thing for that because well, otherwise the race would be pretty boring anyway. That that wouldn't work, would it? Because if you have a reverse grid, it, it wouldn't. Hold on. If you have your qualifying race, then there'd be no incentive to do well in that. If it's going to be a reverse grid race for the Sunday, everybody would be going really slowly, wouldn't they? <laughs> well, you, I mean, you, 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 it's only for the top eight in Formula Two. So if top. you qualify, if you finish the race in eighth, you call you qualify in first. But the, but the trouble with that is in Formula One, everybody, nobody wants to win the race, will they? Everybody will be looking to finish eighth. But then you'll still get big points uh, for oh, win. I, oh, I see. But 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 the trouble is, as 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 I was saying earlier, the moment you have more than one race, detracts uh, value. If somebody says, "Oh, do you remember?" I don't know. Do you know which races these are, Ed? By the way, do you know do you know the races? Which ones? I have a look, but I don't think it says. Well, let, let's say for example, you you have that at the German Grand Prix, and if you say, "Oh, do you remember the German Grand Prix?" Well, your your mind is having to think about two different races here, and it, it, they're going to be harder to remember. Yeah, they're saying here that it's going to be uh, the Canadian, Italian, and Brazilian Grand Prix. That all are good, all good Grand Prix. So if I if I were to say to you, if I were to say, oh, you know, what do you think of the Italian Grand Prix? Well, then which, you think, well, what, what, which race do you mean? The moment you have more than one race, to me, it sort of dilutes the important significance of, of the actual race itself. That, that's just what I think. Um, yeah, well, yeah, that, that's. So, um, Ed, you're saying there's the decision on Thursday about that? Yep, so that's tomorrow. So by the time this goes out, we'll know um, what's going to happen, uh, whether it will happen or not. And I, I imagine this is all um, this is all coming from the new F1 CEO, Stefano yeah. Domenicali. It's probably his idea. It's, um, it's, to me, it's never a good sign. Uh, when people start fiddling with the, the rules, you always know when a championship uh, is in a unhealthy state when they start tweaking the rules, qualifying, for example. They, they've done this on many occasions. Let's face it, if the racing was really, really good, they wouldn't be proposing changing the rules of qualifying. Well, I think it's probably just so we can see different people on the top step of the podium. Yeah, that's... Mm. Them, encourage different results and stuff mm. well, I like the initiative but I'm not sure it will work you, you can see what you can see the idea and you can see why they want to do it but okay, I, don't, I think I think, think what will happen I'm pretty sure it will go ahead what will happen next year is every single that'll be the format for every single race weekend so you're just going to have hundreds of races aren't you if, if every single Grand Prix meeting has a race on a Saturday. How many Grand Prix are there in a year now? Is it 20 odd? There's, there's a lot. It's, I think this year is going to be 22, 23. Okay, so 23. So, so let's say they go to qualifying races. So next year there'll, there'll be 46 races. Well, I can't remember 46 races. It's far too many. Uh, it's the old adage, isn't it? Less is more. I mean, I, we go back, and I'm, I'm sorry to sound like a broken record. We go back to the 1980s, you had 16 races. That's all you need. And of course, those races are nicely spread out. So you got very excited when it was a race weekend because you haven't had a race for about four weeks. And it, it made each race weekend that much more special. 
because they were relatively few and far between. You have Grand Prix every other weekend. You have a race on a Saturday as well as a Sunday. It's just, yeah, whatever. Another race, whatever. Yeah. But don't, Ed, sorry, thank you for that. That was a really interesting uh, news item there. Uh, are we moving on now? Uh, um, I bet we yet. are. Sorry, uh, Jay, not we are quite doing yet. predictions. Well, okay, well, over to you, I think, for this. Okay, so predictions for our 2021 drivers' standings. We're only going to do the top five. So, Ed, what would you say is your top five? Um, For my top five, I think the first three are probably quite easy, maybe top four. Uh, So I'm going to go Hamilton to win. Stappen to take P2, Bottas P3, uh, Checo Perez P4, and then um, P5, we're going to go Daniel Ricciardo. Nice, good lineup. Uh, so you say you're staying out of this one? Well, I don't really have much to offer. I was going to say, I mean, I can just say pretty much ditto, but I think the slight change I'll make is I'll go for obviously Hamilton first, Bottas second, I'll go for Mercedes one, two, Verstappen three. Uh, fourth place, I'm going to go um, Ricardo. I think. Fifth place, I go, here we go. I'm going to go for Alonso. There we go. Ooh. I just there we go. It's a bit of a, a risky one. What about you, Joe? Uh, my top five will be Hamilton first. Obviously, I'll have uh, Verstappen second. Yeah. Bottas third. Uh, fourth, Safe. I'm going to have. Checo Perez. That's the same and as that. So far. I will have. I'll go for a wild card, and I'll go. Sebastian Vettel bounce back year with Aston Martin. Oh, I get it. Okay. Chair, that's an interesting package. one. That's More realistic one. than uh, Fernando Alonso, I think. Though. I, 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 yeah, I, I can agree on that. Oh no, no, I, I disagree. Okay, I disagree. I disagree with that. So Alonso's in a Renault. Um, uh, it'll be interesting, actually. No, you're right. That will be interesting. No, okay. Well, now it's come to my attention that I accidentally skipped a news feature, uh, and Ed was quite upset by that. Uh, yeah. So he's going to talk about Portimao. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Joe. I forgot to mention this earlier. <laughs> but yeah, um, Portimao is, I think it's confirmed to take the third spot in the calendar. Um, any thoughts about that? I'm I like surprised it. because Portugal and COVID, I mean, they're on our red list at the moment, Portugal, aren't they? I am surprised. Uh, that. Well, I don't pay attention to that. I'm not planning on yeah, they are. there anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, trust me, they are on our red quarantine list. So does that mean that all the British teams have to do two weeks? Well, I mean, so America. What's that? I mean, so America are also on the red list, and they're also on the 2021 calendar. Uh, late though, well, aren't they? Yeah, they are later. Well, late, yeah. What about South America? Uh, Brazil's also on there, but I'm not sure if they're on the red list or not. They haven't been uh, great. They be, Brazil is definitely on the red list. Yeah. I am surprised by that, because I don't know, are we going to have all the Formula One teams in spending two weeks uh, in a hotel at Heathrow Airport? Well, that didn't happen during the pandemic uh, in 2020, did it? So I know, but but, but this is a new. But this is, this, but this has just come in. This is new. These are these are new laws. 
um, coming in, I think, in about a week's time. So, um, I mean, although, although I think maybe sportsmen are exempt. Um, no, I think um, the, the, I think it's probably, it looks like there's maybe a two-week gap between uh, the second round of Imola and our race of course now. Right. It's quite windy where you are, Ed. I can hear lots of noise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mike, then I'll mute my mic. Right. And I can still. I think that seems to have. That seems to be better, Ed. Okay, let's carry on. Let's carry on. Okay. Um. What, what's next? Z of motorsport. Oh, it's Joe, isn't it? Sorry, it's not you, Eddie. It's Joe. It's Joe's mic, I think. Oh, okay, I'm not the culprit. This is what I was worried was going to happen. It's okay. Did, 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 did these things happen? Mm. Um, Ed, do you want to go with this um, whilst Joe's sorting himself out? Ed? Yes, yeah, so now we're going to move on to A to Z of Motorsport. And yeah. this week, our letter is L. Well, this is easy for me. I'm going to let you go first, Ed. Uh, actually, so I think you should go first because I haven't thought of mine. You haven't thought about it. Well, L is is there only one. Well, for me, it's it's a no-brainer. It's Le Mans, isn't it? Le Mans 24 hours. Uh, the world's greatest motor race on arguably the world's greatest racetrack. Um, what what else? What else can one say? Um, it's a race I've been to 24 times. Talked about that before. Um, yeah, a crowd of about a quarter of a million people there. Well, normally, obviously, obviously not now. Um, it's, it's an amazing event. And, and, and thing is with Le Mans, you can actually go there and enjoy the race and, and actually have no interest in motor racing whatsoever. Because there's so much else going on. You've got there's a big fun fair. There's always a pop concert on Saturday night. Uh, there's so much going on. I mean, a lot of people uh, will go to the race. They might watch the first few laps. They might watch the last few laps and spend the rest of the time either in the campsites or in the fairground or, or whatever. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's a fantastic event. Let's hope uh, in the not too distant future, fans will be allowed to go back there. Um, I mean, I've stopped going, obviously, but um, um, with Porsche and Audi and co returning to uh, sports car racing, um, I think I might have to return in a couple of years. OK, Ed, you've had enough time to think. What have you come yeah, up I've, with? I've got mine. So mine is going to be Nicky Lauda. I thought it would be. I'm sure you've all heard of him. If you haven't, uh, he was a driver, he's a three-time world champion. Oh, let's have a think about that. Uh, I, I'm going to say... Hold on. He was yes, I think he was. Yeah, I think it's three. Seventy-seven and eighty-four. Might have to yeah. check that. I haven't. I might have probably got that wrong. I'm going to check it now. Carry on, Ed. Um, and he's probably most well known for uh, an injury or a crash yes. that uh, yeah. he was involved in. At, was it Nurburgring, wasn't it? It was. It was. Uh, yeah, it was Nurburgring. Uh, where he had pretty. Pretty severe burns um, with his body, um, and this, and there's lots of scarring and um, 
Yeah, yeah he's a legendary driver. Um, probably one of the most talented ever. Uh, yeah. yeah, he, um, he, I think what's remarkable about, so he almost died at the Nürburgring. Um, and I think it was four weeks later, uh, he was back racing at the Italian Grand Prix, and I think he finished fourth. Wow. Um, so he came back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, I was right about, I've just checked his championship winning years. I, I got those right. I'm going to double check that it was four weeks. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was, actually. Um, and while you check, shall I do my L? Yes. My L yeah. is Le Castellet, or Circuit oh, yes. Paul Ricard. Uh, so the French uh, circuit, which I gather, sir, you have been to and you weren't particularly enamoured with. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, um, what I liked about it, two things I liked. The people were incredibly friendly there. It's probably the friendliest racetrack I've been to. There's a very good burger bar on the last corner. <laughs> you say that. It's very <laughs> nice. A nice terrace. It, that's very nice. Uh, you can't walk around the, ho- the whole track. Uh negatives is you're a long way from the racetrack the runoffs are very big there's horrible multicolored runoff areas are very big so you don't really get up that close do you like it joe um it was just a circuit that came to mind when i thought of hell really um it's okay you can sort of tell it's a testing circuit there's no real overtaking opportunities i mean the third sector is pretty rubbish um but the first sector is quite nice. In general, I think it's an average circuit. It's it's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Okay, uh, very good. Moving on. What's next? Oh, it's quiz, isn't it? It is. Yes. Well, I've got, as usual, some questions. Uh, they are all picture questions. Joe, can you remind people of the, hold on, of the Twitter feed because. Yep. So get your Twitter app open and go to the search because we are at SJC Radio now. And to get really involved with us and to make sure we see it, you can use the hashtag SJC Pitstop. I mean, the, the, the picture might not turn up straight away. So quite often it, it turns up a minute or so after I, I give the question. But here we go. Ed, this is for you. Which racetrack is this? OK, has it got to you yet? It, it's... Um... Yeah, it's quite small. Um, yeah. My first thought is uh, Catalonia. You are right. Yeah. Your, your foot. Well done. Well done. What gave it away? Dad? Um, I think I think the grandstand. Yes. The They're very distinctive, aren't they? Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's the grandstand on the start finish straight is quite distinctive, isn't it? Um, yeah, very good. Okay. Uh, here's your. This is probably slightly harder actually because the picture isn't great, Ed. Uh, yeah, thoughts on this? Ooh. There's a big mountain in the background. Yeah, there is. Uh, I quite clearly see that. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a clue. Um, an idea. It, it's not currently on the, the, the calendar, but it was a few years ago. Okay, that's that gives me a bit of a hand. Um, I'm gonna throw this out there. I think we mentioned it last week, if I'm correct. Uh, give it a go. Alarming. 
No, no. I, I'll give you another clue. I, it's been replaced by Suzuka. Fuji? It is Fuji, yeah. yeah. Uh, last week I was saying how terrible um, Ockenheim was. Uh, was uh, sorry, which was ruined by Hermann Tilger. Um, I would say, however, that um, Hockenheim is not his worst piece of work. Um, I would argue that uh, Fuji, the new Fuji, which Herman Tilke designed, might be the worst racetrack there is. So if you look at um, Look at the chat, um, Ed. But below that photograph, I've got the original circuit layout. That's the old uh, Fuji. Below that, I've got the new Herman Tilka one. What's done to the last section of the chat? That used to be battling with Joe Sound there a bit. But he's incredibly fast, right handed. Can you see that? 300R. Yeah, now I've got a horrible hairpin right-hander, followed by a horrible tight chicane, followed by a third-gear right-hander, probably a third-gear left, and probably a second-gear left-hander, followed by probably a second-gear right-hander. That, I mean, what, what? I mean, gosh, he couldn't have done a worse job. You've taken a really exciting, fast, uh, sweeping right-handed corner, and turned it into one, two, three, four, five, six Mickey Mouse slow corners. So there we go. I think that might be the worst job Herman Tilke has done. It is quite close between that and Hockenheim. They're, they're, they're both terrible. Um, uh, the great shame is that the original circuits were great circuits. The original Fuji was a fantastic racetrack. Right. Uh, have we still got uh, Joe? Yep. yep. Yeah, no, I've got some questions. The questions for you, Joe. Oh, okay. Identify the racetrack again. Let's we'll just put this into, into there. Based. There we go. Joe, where is that, please? Have you got it? Not yet. Ah, oh, yes, I have now. Okay. That's Singapore in well the meantime. Yeah, that, the reason I put it on there, I'm just wondering whether... Putting Singapore in the daytime might throw you because we're so used to see, seeing it at night. So what, what like about the second one? I know it's your favourite track, isn't it? What about the second one? Okay. It's uh, loading. I have it. it, it it's, it's, I have sent it, and I, and I can see yep, it. Yeah, I've got it. That. Uh, Where's that then? Is that Spielberg? It is. It is. And which it's turn? A weird is angle. That? I've never seen it there. You got a choice um, of answers here. When I, it's a slight clue there, Joe. Which turn is that? You got a choice of answers. It should give it away. Three, would it be? Yeah, it's two or three, isn't it? It's yeah. Well, it's, it's whatever. If you class that little. Yeah, yeah that right-hand kick. They, they classify yeah. as actually turn three. Yeah, I mean, really, really, it's it's you and I. It's turn two, isn't it? Really. <laughs> what I would say is, because um, I've walked up to that corner, um, it's incredibly steep. Walking up from walking up to turn two or turn three, whatever you call it. Right, those are my questions done. Full marks, people. Well done. Um, <laughs> I've Joe, got one for you. Okay, over to you, Joe. Uh, 
can you recognise this circuit? I'm not going to ask Who, you what corner it is. Who's this for? This is for you. Right, so, okay, I've it's quite small, but straight away I'm going to say Circuit of the Americas. Correct. And this is the uh, this is the hairpin at the top of the circuit. I couldn't tell you the corner number. That is correct. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's unbelievably tight, isn't it? It is I mean, very. You sort of very get the small, idea from the picture. It's got a very small apex. The apex is is, is so small. Uh, I quite like the back, the straight after it. I quite quite like. It's a bit undulating. It then goes into that horrendous complex of slow corners, which we talked about last time. Um, okay. Is it back to you, Joe. Yep, and then this final one is from Ed. This is what for Ed. circuit is this from? Um, what's it, the corner's name and what's the turn number, if you know it? It's, it's uh, the hairpin at Montreal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's got a, I think it's something like the island hairpin, maybe. Oh, I, I was going to say that, Ed. That's what I would have said, the island hairpin. That's, that's correct, yes. Hold on. Yeah. Do you have a guess at what um, her turn number it is? Uh, I'd say. Yeah, complete guess. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> turn nine? It is turn nine. Well done. Well done. Well done nice. So that, that's the end of my questions. Ed, do you have any questions? On to... uh, yeah. Oh, I... no, Ed's got some questions. Yeah. So. Joe, I've got a question for you, and then I've got a few pitch questions for Mr. Buzz. Oh, good. good. Um, so, Joe, since the start of the pandemic, how many mm -hmm. Formula One drivers have had a positive test for COVID-19? <laughs> I've got a few <laughs> multiple choice options for you if you need them. Yeah. And you may wish to get a pen and paper. Oh, is great. that, that many, is it? I can only think I mean, of my, my multiple chart. My multiple choice starts at three. Really? I can yeah. only, No, no, I can, no. Already, I can think of two. I can think of two. Papers already. out. I'm ready. How many choices are there? Uh, I've got A, B, C, and D. Oh, you want okay. Them? Yes, please. Uh, so A is three, B is yep. four, C five, D six. Hmm. Okay. So Perez Stroll. Both of them had it. Um, it's quite a famous one. Did Hamilton, yeah, obviously, that, that, yes. The ones that I that, know. Yes. There's been a few more quite recently. Are we saying not in the season? Because I was going to say, I think no, that's it. In general, in just season. in general. In general. general. Oh, I don't yeah. know anyone else. I can't think of anybody else either. No. Really? Okay. Uh, I'm going to say five then, play it safe, sort of going in the middle, because we can we already name three. three, don't we? So we know there's three, so I'm going to guess five. five. There's six. Really? Six. Six. You got um, So yeah, you got the first three, right? Sergio Perez, Lance Stroll, Lewis Hamilton. But then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of this year, you had Lando Norris. He caught okay. it whilst he was in Dubai. Uh, Charles Leclerc, he caught it, and so did Pierre Gasly. Did any of those drivers miss any races as a result? Nope. They didn't. They didn't. Oh, okay. So that, that's why we kind of the forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't as yeah. bigger than news as last, it would be if it was in the season. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. a good point. And then, so I have a few picture questions for you. Okay. Uh, that should be going up in the chat 
now. Okay, so you've sent it. I have to just. I have to just fill the. Just fill the space with. with There's okay, number one. Theory. Okay. Uh, let's have a look at that. I made that slightly bigger. I need that slightly. Oh, I need. Hold on. I need that slightly. Gosh, I tell you what. You chosen to go. I need it slightly bigger. Um, so I'm seeing. I'm seeing an S bend. Oh gosh, that. That's quite tricky, isn't it? I can't even tell which way the cars are going. Are they going from left to right? Uh, I think. I, I think, think so. Yes. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's not. It's. It's not easy at all. I can give uh, you a clue. I can give you a clue. Can you give me a clue. Yeah. You've been to this track. I've been to the track. I mean, I tell you what it looks like, but I know it's not. It looks a little bit like. Um, Bruno, but it's not because because of Bruno. The it is it is Bruno. No, I was thinking of a different corner. It is Bruno. It, it's 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 the complex of Bruno, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well done. So I, I tell you what, I was thinking of the last S bend, which goes up the hill. It's called Horsepower Hill. And I was thinking, well, it can't be that because um, the, the the gradient's wrong in this picture. Um, but of course, it is the previous S bend at uh, the complex. And I couldn't even tell if are those bikes or cars. I can't even tell from that from, from the picture. Yeah, I, I can't see either. I'll tell you what. I, I think I did rather well then. Uh, yeah, that was that was difficult. So it's, it's Bruno. Yeah, thank you for that. Is there another one, Ed? Uh, no, that's it. I'll uh, well, I'll tell you what. It, it was. I'll tell you what. It was such a good one. It was. It was worth just, just being there, by itself. Right. Okay. I do anything too easy. Um, Ed, I, th I think next is your moment to shine, Ed, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's become a little bit of a highlight. What well, right. enjoy it anyway. Shall I take it away then? I, 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 tell, I wonder if Meyer and Max enjoyed this segment. We'll have to ask them. We'll get some feedback for you next week, Ed. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll enjoy that. I'll enjoy that. <laughs> OK. All right. So for this week, our first clue is... I was born on the 25th of April, 1981. Oh, 81. So this person is going to be, OK, approaching 40. OK, carry on. My first win was at the 2006 Turkish Grand Prix. Oh, I think. Hold on. Hold on. I'm getting something here. I'm not, again, I won't reveal my answer. I'm going to think about this. I think I've got an answer. Carry on. I had 11 wins and 16 pole positions in my career. It could still be this person I'm thinking of. Yeah, carry on. I raced for three teams. Uh, Sauber. Yes. Ferrari. Yes. Williams. Yeah, I've. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've. Hold on. I've got a name in mind. Hold on. Sauber, Williams, and Ferrari. You said Williams. Sauber, Williams. Yes, yeah. I know it. So I've got. Funny enough, I, I kind of. I, I think I know who it is, but I kind of forgot him racing for Williams. Um, Joe, Late what are you? Late in their career, wasn't it? It must Williams. be. I just. I've got the answer. What about you, Joe? I, I, I have, yes. Okay, can you reveal it, Joe? Are they now in Formula E? He is uh, in... Yeah, 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 he is. Felipe Massa. That is correct. Well done. We are. Look at that. First one I think I've got <laughs> without multiple yeah, I need clues. Make, I need to make the clues a bit harder now. I have forgotten. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> all about him driving for Williams. I can't even remember that. It was later on in his career. Yeah, I it must have been. Yeah, yeah well, he didn't. it's because he had the majority of his success at um, Ferrari. Yeah, he always tended to do well. You said his first win was it was it Istanbul? You said. 
Yeah, in 2006. He always he always did well there. I think he, he won quite a few races at Istanbul and also uh, I think Bahrain as well. But Istanbul, yeah, quite a few wins there. I I I think I'm right in saying. I might I'll tell you what. I'm going to check that now. You carry on talking. Yeah, yeah um, I, I didn't want to give away the last win as well because well, that would have given it away completely. What was the last win? 2008 Brazilian Grand Prix. Oh, yes, uh, of course. Yes, yes. Yeah, that would have given it away. Yeah. OK, well done. Um, That was good. And I think we're moving on to... My favourite section. Your favourite. <laughs> yes. It's this Joe's Fact of the Week. Your Fact of the Week. <laughs> so, um, the lifespan of an F1 engine is roughly how long? Are we talking races or miles? Miles. Miles. Yes. Hold on. Miles. Miles. Uh, how many miles is a Grand Prix? Is it? Is a Grand? Uh, I'd say Prix? about two hundred miles. Two hundred miles. Depending on the track. I, I have no idea how long the race is. Oh, by the way, just going back. Um, Massa won the Tur- Turkish Grand Prix three times. Um, yeah. Blimey. So. So the average Grand Prix, this is also another one, but I'll give you it as a clue. Yeah. Uh, the average Grand Prix is 190 miles. Yeah, it's about, about 200. How long do the engines last for? I, I, but what, before before they have a service or, or what? Or, uh, before they're kaput. I don't know. I mean, I... I um, I mean, I'll, I'll have a guess, but I've, mm-hmm. there's there's no reasoning for my guess. It's just yeah. the, <laughs> just having a dark, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go 850 miles. Oh, we're doing miles. Sorry, doing yeah. miles. Yeah, it's in miles. Yeah. Yes. Okay, you say so. You're saying in effect to that Stimmer mass, that's four Grand Prix distances. I'll go Actually, a thousand I'll, I'll miles. I'll, I'll keep. I was going to go thousand, but I'll keep it 850. Okay, I'll go for a thousand. Joe? It is 1,326 miles. That's on average. So so after that amount of mileage, what, do, do, do they so rebuild the engine or? They don't put it in the bit, do they? I, I, I doubt I, it. What's coming up? Well, there is something coming up. The, the race, the race, the racing uh, year is underway. We had the, the turn of 24 hours a couple of weeks ago. What we've got, a uh, similar sort of race series, we've got, and it's condensed into into a week, actually. We've got something called the Asian Le Mans series. Uh, I've put a picture on the Twitter feed. It, it's sort of the poster uh, for um, advertising the, the championship. So these are Le Mans cars. They're, they're basically your, your, your P2 cars. There's no... P1 cars or DPI cars. Uh, so you've got your P2 Ooh. cars, you've got P3, and you've got your GTs. There are four races altogether. The first two races are this weekend. They're, they're in um, Dubai. The race on Saturday and a race on Sunday. I think they're four hours long. And then we've got uh, next weekend, we've got two races at Abu Dhabi. One on the Saturday, one on the Sunday. I Is think this- they'll this can't be the Abu Dhabi. It is the Abu Dhabi racing track, isn't it? It is. It is. It's a Formula One track. So, and I think I think for Abu Dhabi they might be using different layouts. 
So. Oh yeah, it says uh, Yas Marina Circuit. Yeah, the reason why uh, it's all down to COVID, having four races in the space of a week. Normally, these four races would be spread out over probably a couple of months, but um, I think because of COVID, two races in um, Dubai, one this well, but both this weekend, the other two races next weekend uh, at Abu Dhabi. So I will be watching it. I mean, it won't be quite as as exciting as Daytona because we haven't got obviously the the DPI cars and we and th- th- this series there'll be a, kind of a lot of amateur drivers there. That incredible race when we saw at Daytona. What what was the product of having you know top line drivers? Um, but it'll be good. I'll, I'll, I'll be tuned in. It'll be on YouTube. Um, I, I put the poster in in chat. So Asian Le Mans series, do, do a search for that if you want to see some racing this weekend. That, okay. Now as a final thing, yeah, uh, that race two is on my birthday, the fourteenth of February. Okay. And uh, producer Tom would like to say, and on behalf of me, sorry for the technical difficulties or, or wind-like sounds which have been heard this week. Uh, we are getting there, but it's all been done from home, so it's a little bit harder, as you can imagine, than normal. Well, the, Just the, the, apologise for that. This is the joys of live, inverted commas, broadcasting, isn't it? So <laughs> Say joys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, it, it can't be helped. and It's one of those things, really. It, it all adds to the atmosphere, I think we'll say, Joe. <laughs> um, I, I, think, I think we're probably done there, aren't we? One last thing. Yeah. If you want to contact us via email... You know our Twitter handle uh, is at SJC Radio now, and obviously you can use the uh, hashtag SJC Pitstop. But if you want to contact us via email, you can use it by using pitstop at SJC uh, pitstop at stjohnscollege.co.uk. If we get any feedback, Joe, I'm relying on you and Ed to actually read it out because I'm not very good at that sort of stuff, Twitter <laughs> stuff. Um, okay, but but okay. I, I'm quite good at getting feedback from, as I say, after our lessons from, from my listeners. So uh, I think we're done there. Um, are we doing a show next week? It's half term. Are we, people? Um, I'd be happy to. I'm sure. I'd I'm, I'm happy. happy. I'm happy. OK, so uh, very good. So we'll, we'll see you all next week. So it's good, good evening from me. Good evening from Ed. And good evening from Joe. This was an SJC Radio production, written and presented by Mr Bird, Joe and Ed. The editor was Mr Bird and it was produced by Tom Russell. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the about page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well